Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew delivers an important New Year's message from the book of Ephesians, entitled, Our New Year's Resolution, preached on January 3rd, 2016. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, beginning with verse 18. Keynote address for this new year. The rule of God in the family. Kingdom of God means what, sir? Rule of God. And you confess Jesus Christ as Lord, otherwise you cannot be a Christian. Which means he demands you surrender all to Jesus. All to Jesus, what? I surrender. And therefore you are saying, I am in the kingdom of God. I embrace what's the rule of God. In every aspect of my life, I am under the rule of Jesus Christ. You like entertainment and all these things. This shows you are not God's chosen ones. If you are God's elect, you will go where the gospel is preached. And the Holy Spirit will guide you to that church. Ephesians 5, 18 through 6, 4. And I'll make certain propositions. And the first one is every true believer must live daily spirit-filled and word-directed life. Remember in John 15, 5, without me you can do nothing. What does that mean? If you are intelligent. That means with me you can do all things I want you to do. In fact, St. Paul says, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So let us say goodbye. Goodbye to this whole idea, I cannot do it. He abounds grace to you that you may abound in every good work. I don't want to listen to complaints. You are not to argue or complain. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. There are several imperatives, commands in this text. Don't be drunk with wine, but be being filled with the Spirit. It is a present passive imperative. That means it's a continuous thing. Continually be filled with the Spirit. Be energized by the Spirit. Be enlightened by the Spirit. Be guided by the Spirit on a daily basis. So that's the first proposition. The second, we face many temptations in life. And we resist the devil in spirits power and the power of the word that's what Jesus did 
Remember, he was baptized in the Holy Spirit and he was full of the Spirit and he did everything by the Spirit, including his death on the cross. He didn't do anything. The Holy Spirit begat him. Everything was by the Holy Spirit. So also, our Christian life from beginning to end is by the Spirit. So Jesus did everything by the power of the Spirit and the Scripture. By the power of the Spirit, he said, it is written. It is not subjectivism claiming to be spirit power. If you are filled with the Spirit, you will obey the Scripture. I'm not going to read it to you. Luke 3, 21 and 22 Luke 4, 1 and 2, Luke 4, 14 and 18, Matthew 10, 19 and 20, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. But I'm saying, being filled with the Spirit means you will be energized by the Spirit every day to deal with every issue. Even when they arrest you, don't worry about it. The Holy Spirit will speak through you. Read the book of Judges. The Holy Spirit came upon them and made them adequate to do the job. So we face many temptations in life and we resist the devil in spirit's power and the word power. Number three. Holy Spirit leads us in the way of the word. This is why we read the word on a regular basis. Two times the New Testament, one time the Old Testament. And we preach the gospel on a regular basis in the church. Holy Spirit leads us in the way of the word. Ephesians 5.18 and Colossians 3.16 which is a parallel statement to Ephesians 5.18. Number four. There is one baptism and daily filling. Baptism is not repeatable. It's once for all. There are a lot of scriptures. Acts 2.4 and Acts 4, 8, and 31. Judges 6, 34. Judges 14, 6, and 19, and so on. In other words, we are facing difficulties every day straight from the devil. And the Spirit of God will make you adequate to deal with all that. So there is one baptism in the Holy Spirit and continuous filling with the Spirit to oppose the devil and to obey King Jesus even to death. That's why he said, deny yourself, take up the cross and follow me to death. This is not a simple commitment to Jesus. We commit our entire life to Jesus Christ. And don't come and tell me you are baptized. Doesn't mean anything. Supposed to baptize people on the basis of what we call credible confession. That doesn't mean they are born again. 
So number four, one baptism in the Holy Spirit and continuous filling with the Spirit to oppose the devil and obey King Jesus even to death. Number five, proposition. God's people are continually filled with the Spirit as they obey and pray. Luke 11, if you who are evil know how to give good gifts, how much more Heavenly Father will give you what, sir? Holy Spirit, sir. What we need is Holy Spirit. Again, Proposition 5, God's people are filled with Spirit continually as they, what, sir? Obey and pray for the Spirit. Obedience is a required condition. God doesn't hear the prayer of the wicked and disobedient and the arrogant and independent and self-sufficient. Number six, to be filled with the Spirit is the key condition in this text. To do these things, to worship God aright, you need to be filled with the Spirit. Ephesians 5.18 through 21. Number two, edify the saints. We have a responsibility to build people up. Not that you come and run. To be filled with the Spirit is the key condition to worship God. Two, edify the saints. Three, for a successful married life. Four, for a successful family life. Successful, that is blessed. Number five, a successful work life. So you can provide for your family and your father and your grandfather. Do you know, sir? You read John Frame. He correctly says we have to support father and what? Grandfather. That means grandparents too. And finally, number six, a successful personal life. Number seven proposition. John Calvin said, what God demands by his word, he bestows by his spirit. See, he takes away all the excuses from our mouth. Our laziness. God will not accept it. And I add to Calvin. To all who believe. Faith is important. Acts 1.8. Ephesians 1.18 through 20. Ephesians 3.20 and 21. Philippians 1.29. Philippians 3.10. And all that we are experiencing through the spirit. Resurrection power. The greatest manifestation of God's power. Took place when God raised his son from the dead. Not just creation. Not just exodus. Resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is that same power available to us immeasurably number eight delegated authorities 
mother, father, pastor, etc. Delegated authorities govern by the world. You have no right to govern outside of the world. Delegated authorities govern by the word for the good of those under them. You have no authority to abuse them, to be autocratic, to be dictatorial. Number nine, covenant obedience results in blessing and disobedience in curse. That principle is still true. Deuteronomy 28. Number 10. Those in authority and those under authority, listen, are equal in God's sight. Yet, in God's order, wives submit to their own husbands and children to parents, plural, for their success in life. Illustration is economic trinity. Do you know what that is, sir? For the accomplishment of salvation of sinners, the Son submits to the Father and the Holy Spirit submits to the Father and the Son. Even children are equal to us. They are created in the image and likeness of God. Number 11. That's another secret. All submit to one another. I submit and obey my wife and children and grandchildren as occasion demands. In other words, all submit. I'll do right away what my wife says. See, people don't believe that this is true of Pastor Matthew. It is true. Because that is also an aspect of the text. Submit to one another. Children come and ask me to pray for them. I pray for them. For whatever they say, as long as it is the right thing, I'll do it. I'm not just above everybody. Number 12. A wife submits because... God said, husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. Who said, sir? God. So you want to fight with, fight with whom? God. Ephesians 5.22 and 1 Corinthians 11.3. Head has a responsibility to provide and direct If you don't provide for your family, you are what? Worse than an unbeliever. I do provide for my family. And for other people too. It's uh, my responsibility. So head provides. It's not just directing. I'll tell you what to do and you go to work. I provide and what? And direct not only physical things, spiritual things also. I am responsible for the spiritual growth of people under me. Number 13. 
husband must love his wife not according to your standard standard is already given as christ loves his bride the church and died for her justification sanctification and glorification this is the most difficult command in this text in fact in reference to husband there are nine verses in reference to wife there are only three in reference to children there are only three three times more verses are given here you see the great responsibility of a husband and a father number 14 husband also is the spiritual leader in the family he is prophet priest and king with small p and small k under christ number 15 husband being under christ must answer to christ for wife and children you have to give christ an account as pastors are to give to god an account that's why any person who will not preach the gospel as a pastor will be dealt severely by Christ for misrepresenting him number 16 if husband does not love his wife he disobeys Christ the king if wife does not submit to her husband she disobeys Christ the king if children do not obey parents they disobey Christ the king if a father provokes children he disobeys Christ the king and let me tell you the story and king jesus disciplines them whom they confessed as lord When you say Jesus is Lord you are saying I will obey you all of my life. Number 17. All in the family do all things in view of their confession Jesus curios. Romans 10:9 and Philippians 2:11. The wife submits as to the lord 522c even as the church submits to christ verse 24 husband loves as christ loves the church verse 25 children must obey parents as to the lord chapter 6 verse 1 all submit to one another in the fear of christ ephesians 5:21 servants obey masters as to Christ chapter 65 masters treat your servants right in view of their master and your master lord jesus christ in heaven who is the judge of all you see don't pretend that this lord jesus christ is asleep he sees everything 
and you must answer to him on the last day and several times in this life all commands in this text are present imperatives first is me methuskaste meaning don't be drunk second pleruste be being filled continuous number 3 hupotasaste means submit continually number 4 agapate love continually number 5 agapato again love continually number 6 hupakuete present imperative keep on obeying parents every day sir and if you want to study read fifth commandment in larger catechism as well as the book on church life by dr frame and read fifth commandment it's an exhaustive treatment number 7 tima means honor is continuously honoring parents father and mother obey father and mother me parorgitsete do not provoke that's a present command stop it you have no right to provoke your children ectrefete means nourish nourish your children with the bread of the word of god not with anything else not with psychology nourish not with physical stuff that's understood we have a physical body therefore you must take care of it with the food and clothing and housing and medical care and all that you are to provide but beyond that the word of god Deuteronomy 6 and Deuteronomy 11 on a regular basis at least two times a day you are teaching and you are enforcing by discipline discipline has two meaning one is to teach the other is to enforce it and you read the book of proverbs corporal punishment so that they will obey work out your salvation house with fear and trembling father is feared revered and mother Nehemiah 9 verse 38 and i will read in view of all this we are making a binding agreement and our leaders our levites and our priests are affixing their seals to it agreement with god and god's people a binding agreement putting it in writing 
See, covenant renewal appears in the Bible often. So it's the right thing to do. This is what I wrote. And I read it to you and then we will say it together. By the grace of God, we take this oath in the presence of our triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. On this Lord's Day, January 3, 2016, that we, members of Grace Valley Christian Center, would daily be filled with the Holy Spirit and governed by the Word of God. So that we may worship our God, edify God's saints, nourish and cherish our marriages, and train our children in accordance with Ephesians 5.18 through 6.4. Whether we say binding or not, when you are baptized, it's binding. When you get married, it's binding. When you pray, it is binding. Because we are speaking in the presence of God. On the other hand, when we stumble and fall, what do we do, sir? We repent truly. And thank God he forgives us. And we keep going. It is our desire to be filled with the spirit and the word. Not just the word, that causes you to be legalistic not just the spirit that becomes subjectivism we want what both word and the Holy Spirit Heavenly Father we pray that you pour out your spirit upon us Lord without you we can do nothing with you we can do all things pour out your spirit upon us that He may guide us in the way of the word that you may be glorified and we may be blessed. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.